From the Conquer Risk Podcast, this is Industry Gossip with Potomac. Welcome to another edition of Industry Gossip. My name is Manish Kata, and with me, as always, CMO Christopher Norton. Let's spill some tea. We're back after all. I wish I knew how to quit you. First up, investment news slashed 21 positions ahead of key media's takeover, leaving employees with no notice and no severance. Underrated or overrated? This is underrated because it continues to point to a decline in traditional media, especially in the financial advisor space. Now, we had some friends of the firm that were involved in this, so we feel bad for the whole thing. But nonetheless, you know, when you have a New York City office as a, as a media company, I, I just don't think that that really matters anymore. So these media companies have two choices, either run really lean, which is the opposite of a New York City office, or have ancillary business model uh, revenue like events or selling data. Otherwise, I think you're just going to continue to see these different publications go into decline, journalists leaving left and right, switching jobs. It's just really hard to make money in this space. Uh, and with AI, uh, who knows what's going to be left of this n- entire segment of our industry. Well, citing concerns for its uniquely rich culture, Schwab is curbing remote work underrated or overrated? This is massively overrated. I think most uh, companies over overestimate what their culture actually is. Uh, driving 45 minutes to a lightly dimmed office staring out the window at another office uh, isn't exactly culture. Uh, there's a couple of things I want to unpack here. Number one, I think hybrid is actually the worst of both worlds because, first of all, your employees still can't live what they want. Uh, they're forced to live within a certain mileage of the office, number one. Number two, as an employer, you still have to hire people only from that geographic location. So what exactly is the point of, of hybrid? I, I think either either it's 100% in office or you just rip the Band-Aid off and do 100% remote. Uh, and, and the other thing here that I think is between the lines, people overhire during COVID. And I think this is a great way for companies to reduce overhead and very cheaply. All of a sudden, your remote team uh, come back to the office or you don't have a job. And in, in all likelihood, most of those people just go work somewhere else. So, you know, I, I, the, the biggest demographic of people who think their culture means something seems to be this 65 to 75 year old executive white males in suits. Um, This is just another example. It is the living embodiment of the meme. We have great culture. And the picture of the culture is a row of gray cubicles. (laughs) So after dramatically slower growth, SmartX has launched a freemium model for RIAs. Underrated or overrated? I think this is properly rated depending on the advisor. And what I mean by that is it's underrated for smaller advisors because think of it, you now have access to pretty good technology for free 
Uh, and the only trade-off really is that you're going to have to choose from a handful of managers because let's not be naive here to the fact that nothing is free and the managers that are available, the money managers on this platform are going to compensate SmartX for having uh, their strategies and their models be made available. This is a common practice, revenue sharing. It happens across the board from mutual funds to models to, to, to almost every investment type. And so for those smaller advisors, this is huge because you get to have access. Um, and like I said, the trade-off is um, it, you have to choose from that select group. And, and maybe that's fine. Maybe, you know, you, you only use those managers to begin with. But, you know, as you grow as a firm, you're going to want the different options. And secondly, I think you're going to want to have your TAMP be profitable uh, and, and also make some money because in order for them to offer services, uh, more white glove service uh, offerings, they have to make money. And that's an important part of the relationship. And, and, and obviously, that the, the number of institutional money managers, advisors use increase as their business becomes more complex. So I think this is more of a marketing and, you know, a, a way to get your foot in the door for smaller advisors versus some groundbreaking new um, service offering for, for advisors. As the light dims on the TD Ameritrade brand, Goldman Sachs is starting to win RAA business with a promise of TD-level service inside a world-class brand. Underrated or overrated? This is underrated. And, you know, I have to, I have to say, we were very vocal about RIAs not embracing the Goldman Sachs brand and predicted that they would struggle. And some of that came true. They really did struggle in the early, early years of... Uh, buying another custody, a custodian option, and, and trying to transform it. Uh, but I think they're starting to gain some momentum. And, you know, from the RAA Biz articles about creative planning, uh, making some allocation uh, to Goldman, and then just, just the people I'm talking to, that they're definitely gaining some momentum. Uh, and I think this is great for our industry. Listen, it's, it's, it's frustrating to only have a couple of custodial options. It's frustrating when you go to a custodian and they tell you, you know, unless you can put $100 million in three or four months, that, that it's not an option for them. Uh, I think a lot of advisors are, are yearning for really good service as well as um, uh, an option for, for smaller advisors. Uh, and, and what's happening these days is the customer service is in such decline that <laughs> it's a pretty low bar. If you can pick up the phone and return someone's call, I think you'll win the business. So uh, kudos for them for turning the corner. I think this is helpful for our industry and I'm here for it. Service always wins. With a smile. In a move that sent shockwaves down Sesame Street, Twitter is now brought to you by the letter X. Underrated or overrated? All right, this is just massively overrated. I mean, look, first of all, you don't do a rebrand when your product is all in decline. Uh, secondly, I mean, what the hell is X? Are we, are we zeding now? Like, what exactly is this? This is great timing for this show because I recently decided to just delete my Twitter account. Uh, it's just become a cesspool of bots and fake accounts and you know, people just, and, and listen, I was sucked into it as well, just making outlandish comments because you have nothing to lose. Um, and, and the things people say on Twitter that if you saw them face to face, they wouldn't even dare say. It, it's just a shit brand uh, that he has made even worse. And frankly, I just, I kind of wish it just all goes away. Everything is now dumb. 
90s dance sensation Microsoft has seen their stocks pop on AI subscriptions within 365, despite the lack of dads on stage to promote it. Underrated or overrated? Massive, massively underrated. Listen, there is no secret that I'm a huge Microsoft fanboy, but I report the news and I still think this is massively underrated because AI is everywhere. You see all the posts about here are the 10 ways it's changing the world and how to use it. But the actual use case for financial advisors are far and few between. And most of the time, it, it, it's cool to talk about, but I don't think anyone's really using it. But if a firm like Microsoft can embed it in products like Office and Teams, things that we're going to use on a daily basis, I think they're going to win. And also, huge revenue source because I think they're saying they're going to add $30 or $35 to the price in order to have Copilot be made available. That that's going to be a huge revenue source for them because I think people are going to sign up because it's an actual use case. For example, I can add an AI bot to my Teams meeting where it will summarize the entire meeting, uh, give me the key points, add a task to my CRM. That's huge for pers- uh, prospect calls, even em- employee training. So I think now that AI, the the AI cat's out of the bag, the next frontier is is going to be companies who are able to actually implement it on a use case uh, for for all of our daily lives. And and that's where it's going to be helpful, just making our lives uh, more efficient. So I think this is a huge win. It's underrated. And we will be the first ones to sign up. Even I, the ultimate Microsoft hater, have to admit that this is an impressive implementation of the technology that I think will continue to open new doors. So I'm excited to see where it goes, even if I think most PCs aren't any more sophisticated than this. That will do it for this episode of Industry Gossip. We'll be back soon. Until then, cheers. Cheers. Potomac Fund Management is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This information is prepared for general information only and should not be considered as individual investment advice nor as a solicitation to buy or offer to sell any security. This material does not constitute any representation as to the suitability or appropriateness of any investment advisory program or security. Please visit our disclosure page, potomacfund.com disclosures, for more information. Potomac does not make any representation or warranties as to the accuracy, timeliness, suitability, completeness, or relevance of any information prepared by any unaffiliated third party, whether linked to the Potomac website or incorporated herein, and takes no responsibility for any of this information. The views of Potomac are subject to change, and Potomac is under no obligation to notify you of any changes. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy will be profitable or equal to any historical performance level.